I, I don't got that book learning. What's a Michelangelo? <laughs> no lewd or satanic lyrics. No, I don't know why this is important. No unsettling rhythms. No unnecessary amplification. Wait. Which bloated windbag will they choose? <laughs> I car for Jefferson Davis. But we all can feel united in our sadness. Sushi Jackknife. Sushi Jackknife. Sushi Jackknife. Sushi a new obsession, guys. We're deep down the rabbit hole on something. Yeah, it's, you, it's not good. You guys don't have any of the backstory, but we'll fill you in. We'll fill you in. We got time. Right now? Yeah, right now. We're going to fill them in right Let's now? Let's fill them in right now. I don't know if they want to know. We want to know. Do we want to bring them down the rabbit hole with us? Well, that, yeah. Yes. So we found out that one Bob Ross, famed painter. Television artist. Uh-huh. I think that's what it says on his tombstone, literally. Really? Yeah, we just learned that in the video. I, you were I not that. paying attention. I, at that point, I was down the <laughs> rabbit hole. Okay. Once I go down the rabbit hole, I'm not coming back up to find out what's on a tombstone. Okay. All right. Uh, was in the Air Force. Yes. And screamed at people. Yeah. A lot. Uh, I think the they, cool, they called him Ball Busting Bobby. Ball Busting Bobby. He was the guy that made you <laughs> clean the latrine, you know, scrub the floor. He was the Lieutenant Dan, if you will. No, no, no. Whoever the drill sergeant was in Forrest Gump. Sorry, I just had to make sense of it for myself. Was that not Lieutenant Dan? No. I guess he was a lieutenant, not a drill sergeant. And he didn't meet Lieutenant Dan until he got to Vietnam. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> ball ball busting Bob. Ball busting Bob. Ball busting Bob. Um, and he he screamed at people. Yeah. So all I want now is to talk to a person who served under Bob Ross in the Eielson Air Force Base in Alaska. Well, well, <laughs> in the medical department. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's all I want. He served for 20 years from, what did you say? He, he got out in 81? 1961 to 1981. Wow. He was wow. the first sergeant of the uh, medical department. The wow. clinic. Wow. And he screamed at people. He screamed at people a lot. <laughs> a lot. That's all I care about. I don't care about any of the others. Yeah, I'm sure if you look on YouTube, you can find... You know, if you just put in, like, mm -hmm. Bob Ross information, you'll find this video. You could also just Google it. Yeah, you could do that. If you went to HTTP <laughs> colon backslash backslash www.google.com and then typed Bob Ross military. Yes. It probably will tell you this. Probably leads you there. Uh, if you know anyone. <laughs> yes, please. Please, if you're out there. Who served under Bob Ross. In the Eielson Air Force Base. Yes. By the way, there's like a 5% chance I'm saying that right. Eielson? There's like an extra E in there. It could be Eielson? Eielson? Eielson, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. We I just I want to know what Bob Ross was like pre-perm. Pre-perm. Uh, when he screamed. The pre-perm era. Wouldn't it be great if he still talked about happy trees? <laughs> 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 but just in a much angrier yeah. tone. <laughs> Clear the bunk! The trees won't be happy! <laughs> Underneath his bed, there's all these happy little rocks. Yeah. <laughs> rocks with smiley faces on them. 
happy little rocks. We also found out that there was a period of time where PBS couldn't find him. Yeah. Because he moved back to Florida. Without telling them. Without telling them, yeah. We also, also found out that the painting that you have seen on The Joy of Painting with Bob Ross yeah. is probably the second time he's painted that picture. At least. At least. Yeah. So he would paint, he would pre-paint a picture. Mm-hmm. Then he would paint it on the show. Then he would paint another copy just for like high quality photographs. This for his actually books. makes it more impressive to me. Yeah. He was able to I can't like if I if I drew a doodle, I couldn't look at that doodle and make another doodle right. that looks the same. Exactly. Yeah. He made three full paintings that looked the same. <laughs> he did. That's impressive. Or at least close enough that chuckleheads like myself can't notice the difference oh you chucklehead Mm -hmm. um what else do we find out about him it's a new i think it's a new obsession oh we found out they're very the family is apparently very protective of their intellectual property so they're probably (laughs) pretty pissed that we're talking about this right right now now. but we didn't make the youtube video oh welcome to sushi jackknife bonjour hello 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 in a week of hell Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy, what a shit week. Oh, it's been fun. It's nice to think about someone like Bob Ross during a shit week. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, my life wasn't shit this week, but like, how wow. do you think Bob Ross felt about the KKK and Nazis? Oh, man. There's only one correct answer here <laughs> they were not happy. <laughs> the Rocks were not happy about the Nazis. I'm, I'm going to assume. That one Donald Trump would not know the correct answer. Exactly. Um, <laughs> we are confident that you all have heard the news. I I didn't have context for the news for a long time because I, I just saw some footage and I was doing things and so I now, didn't... which footage? The did car. You? The car. Okay. Yeah. I, I just saw that. Breaking right. news kind of thing. And I didn't know what was happening. Now, did you see... The three handlings of that situation by Donald Trump. Yeah, in in after the fact, yes, yes, I have the three. Yes, yes, like bad, better, yeah, worst answer. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I think at this point, you know, uh, it's all obviously very deplorable. You know, making an equivalency between. Well, first of all, inventing the alt-left, good for him. Mm-hmm. He invented a new thing. Yeah. Um, Which, it's sticking. <laughs> it's sticking. I'm so, sure it's that sticking. is the first thing he has accomplished Yay. in this presidency. He made a nickname! <laughs> um, the alt-right, which is actually a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he sort of shrugged that off. He's yeah. like, ah, oh, the alt-right, that, if, as, you know. You, okay, so, I don't know if you heard the press conference, the third press conference. Yeah. When someone asked a question about the alt-right and he said, define the alt-right. Yeah. I really wish that that reporter had not kept her wits about her and had just said, oh, Nazis. That's the definition. Nazis. Nazis. (laughs) Yeah. It's true. I mean, it's just, wow. And, 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 And this week you see Republicans like our own Bob Corker. Thank you, Bob. That's the first time that I've ever said thank you, Bob, in yeah. my head. Bra- more, you know, criticizing him. Yeah. Coming out and criticizing him, breaking ranks with that to, to do so. By name. By name. As opposed to Paul Ryan, uh-huh. who was like, hey, yeah. 
Nazis and the KKK are bad, in case anyone asks. No reason I'm saying this. Bye-bye. Paul Ryan out. (laughs) (laughs) And he got right back to uh, his Justin Bieber CD. Mm -hmm. That's what Paul Ryan does with his free time. Does he just listen to the same... The same CD over and over? Over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul Ryan has a penchant for uh, the grapefruit LaCroix That's and vodka. That's how he gets his funk on. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Paul Ryan's up to. Actually, that, does, that doesn't sound too far off. It's not unfeasible, right? No, that yeah. definitely seems <laughs> right. right on target. Um, Wouldn't it be crazy to find out he was a Wu-Tang Clan fan? Oh, my God. That'd be the best thing ever. I, I would like actually like... More. Paul Ryan, yeah. if I found that out. Yeah. If he's just sitting around going, yeah, Ghostface. That's what I'm talking about. Fucking right cream, there. right? <laughs> Protect your neck, motherfucker. Uh, Rizza. I love Rizza and Jizza. Yeah. I love the all Izzas, of them. Both All of, of the Zuz. The, all of the Zuz. Mm-hmm. Man, we need to listen to some Wu Tang after yeah. this. Um, fucking classic. I got distracted by records. Sorry. Um, Mitch McConnell's pissed. Yeah. At Trump, because Trump's being a real dick. A real dick to Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Which, yeah, he was mad before all this oh, yeah. happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, for yeah. an unrelated reason. Oh, yeah, just because he can't get health care passed. And now I'm sure that Mitch McConnell is sitting around going, okay, so the guy who can't say, you did, you're doing, I no, hate wait, wait, I have Nazis. To stop you. you're, you're doing the mooch. I'm, okay. The guy who's, <laughs> who can't say Nazis are bad. Mm-hmm is criticizing me. <laughs> right, right. And I'm on the, I'm in trouble? Yeah. Yeah? I, people are looking down on me. All he has to say, nothing else, just go in front of a microphone and say, Nazis. Bad. I don't like them. Yeah. That's it. That's all he has to say. <laughs> And and from Mitch McConnell's point of view, I'm sure he's like, all the fucking work I'm doing, mm-hmm. do you know what I'm doing yeah. over here? What yeah. I'm trying to, you know, I mean, I don't agree with his point of view, but what I'm trying to accomplish, yeah. and then we've got Ditch Mitch, Ditch yeah. Mitch. Well, and then um, on the flip side, the person criticizing him has golfed one million hours. That's right. That's right. Uh, do you feel like Ditch Mitch is like, not saying let's get rid of Mitch McConnell, but just a just a pointing towards the fact that he likes to lay around in ditches. <laughs> I feel I feel like Ditch Mitch would be the name of an HBO sitcom. Yeah, Actually, Ditch Mitch. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It, it, maybe it would be about Mitch McConnell. It's kind of in the. I'd watch that. The vein of uh, everybody loves Raymond. What was the show? Everybody hates somebody. There was a everybody loves Raymond, and then the everybody hates whoever. I feel like Ditch Mitch is in that. Yeah. yeah, it would be. Um, it it would it would be like a traditional sitcom. Yes, but on HBO. Yeah, kind of like when they tried to do Lucky Louie, but yes. that failed miserably because uh. it's not good. <laughs> I like Louis C.K. I watched it. It's not good. Yeah, I do? can say that it's yeah. fine. Um, but mixed with curb your enthusiasm because right. Mitch McConnell is an entirely unlike likable person much like um <laughs> what's his name yeah much like larry david <laughs> much like larry david yeah on that show on that show in real life larry david's a delight well you do have americanos every tuesday mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um so they're pissed um uh, like i said our pal bob corker is uh denouncing 
the president, which is nice to see. And there, you know, I think this is another this is another step in the severing, right? I don't know that it's going to lead to anything, really, but it's another step in in distance, you know what I mean, between yeah. the president and the uh, Republican Party. Yeah, it would be really nice right this second if the Democratic Party, like, knew what they were doing. Like, got their shit together? Because it would be, this would be a good time yeah. for them if it wasn't almost as big a mess as the Republican Party. Right, right. <laughs> We are They're not cur- quite there. Right, right. Our two-party system, both parties in that two-party system are both kind of like these like disorganized amoebas mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's tough. It's we, tough. We may become like a 30-party system very soon. That's what it, Europe does. Yeah. It's fine. Anyway, um, so that happened. Then uh, <laughs> your friend and mine, uh, Mr. Mr. Alt-Right himself, Steve Bannon, gets kicked out of the White House. And, and I think I think what it was, honestly, at the end of the day, I don't think Trump could shake the image of him sucking his own dick from his mind. I think every time he looked at Steve, he was like, <sighs> he just shuddered a little bit. And I actually have a little article here. Okay. Headline from the WAPO, of course. Bannon, comma, basically... Colon, Trump's campaign was a fraud. Steve Bannon is out as White House chief strategist. Yes. Yeah. Um, Steve Bannon, this could be interesting. Because he's back to Breitbart. Yeah. And Breitbart's not happy with with Donald Trump. Right. For firing him. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. But Donald Trump's entire actual supporter base... Uh, reads Breitbart and loves Breitbart. Yeah. Uh, if Breitbart were a person, they would date and subsequently marry Breitbart. <laughs> That's how much they like Breitbart. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. Um, so, will they start... Which one will they side with? Will they side with Breitbart or Donald Trump? Well, you know... Which bloated windbag right. will they choose? <laughs> exactly. It's a tough choice. Steve said... The Trump presidency that we fought for and won is over. He'd said that to the Weekly Standard. We still have a huge movement, and we will make something of this Trump presidency. But that presidency is over. It'll be something else, and there'll be all kinds of fights, and there'll be there'll be all good there'll be good days and bad days. But that presidency is over. What did he mean? Well, he got specific. I just think his ability to get anything done. <laughs> Particularly the bigger things like the wall, the bigger, broader things that we fought for. It's just going to be that much harder. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad that even Steve Bannon at this point is like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Right. And the person in charge hasn't realized it yet. (laughs) It's tough. It's tough. I was listening to uh, On Point today. Uh, around this this issue about uh, the president's reaction to Charlottesville. And the reporter there said, you know, she was there as he was receiving the news, mm-hmm. right? And um, this and this says so much about about Trump. He was most concerned about people's lack of enthusiasm for his statements. Yeah, I'm sure. Right? He was he, that was the thing overall that 
uh, you know, and that just, again, that speaks to this narrative that we know about his narcissism and all that. But it's like, if in a moment like that, that's what's on his mind. That should be the focus, right? right obviously. Obviously. Uh, public perception <sighs> is number one and condemning Nazis. Uh, what, like 75, Something 80? Like yeah. 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 As long as you condemn both sides. Right. That's correct. <laughs> both sides of what? Here's the thing that I find extra confusing. <laughs> I, okay. I will, I will give him that there might have been people that were rowdy on both sides. Sure. I will, I will spot him this. Yeah. There were three people that died yeah. that day. Yeah. Two were cops in an unrelated helicopter accident. I mean, related, sort of, but not directly, directly related. Right. <laughs> Which leaves one person. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and that person was killed through domestic terrorism. Yes. From a white supremacist. Correct. You don't call out both sides in that situation. No, no. And 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 <laughs> you it makes no sense. It makes no sense. There and I would say this the other way around. If the white supremacists were marching and a leftist protester went and killed someone. Like let's look at the baseball the baseball situation. The shooting. The, yeah, the baseball field with the Republicans. Yeah, where the Bernie supporter yeah. shot a Republican. Right. There's not two sides to condemn there. <laughs> and you know what? No one no one made that argument. You yeah, know what I mean? No one exactly. was like, well, he was justified. <laughs> you know? I mean, on the one hand, right. he's kind of a lunatic. On the other on the hand, hand, Republicans playing baseball? Just seems silly to me. It, it's stupid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I mean, in every way it's stupid. Politically, mm -hmm. stupid. As a human being, trying to get other human beings to like you, which is all Donald Trump wants. That's all he wants. He just wants to be loved. Yep. Stupid! Yep. <laughs> he wants to be loved, and he wants to be loved for who he is, mm -hmm. which is unfortunate <laughs> for everyone he, else. <laughs> he wants to be loved, but he's an unlovable human being that refuses to be lovable. <laughs> yeah. Should we give him some love advice? Like... You know, it's a two-way street. Buddy. Yeah, I'll give him love advice right now. Street. Hey, <laughs> if there is a person murdered by another person, maybe don't side with the murderer. Yeah, <laughs> or or suggest that there's any sort of equivalency. Yeah. between the murderer and the people who were just counter-protesting, and definitely don't suggest there's moral equivalence. Then go, hey, you know what? Never mind what I said before. <laughs> then go, no, that second time I was wrong. The first time I was right. Let's go back to the first one. <laughs> and every time he reads a statement, I feel like someone has an electrode on his balls. Because there's, you know, he is, for everything that he is, he's a person of his passion, right? Mm, he has yeah. passion. Um. And you can, it's extremely obvious when he is not, when he's being told to do something. Like the second press conference, right. which was, 
I uh, uh, I strongly condemn the actions. Mm. Of the game. It, it, it's, it's the same. Go ahead. It's like every child <laughs> that has ever been forced to apologize. Right. Like you hit that kid. Go apologize. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the same way that he read his prepared statement on Holocaust Remembrance Day. It's it is. Yeah, it is. It definitely devoid is. of any feeling. You know, uh, oh yeah, this is bad. I guess. Which I want to add. By the way, all of this. Um, Trump. I I expected this from Trump. Yeah, of course. Everyone acting like this is a surprise. Don't be stupid. Right. No. No, no, no. <laughs> now, here's, here's the real bad person here in my mind. Okay. I mean, aside from Donald Trump, who's just generally a bad person all the time. Um, Let's choose someone else to focus on, right? Jared Kushner. You Jewish. He, he, he is siding with actual neo-Nazis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you are still his go-to guy for the Middle East and microwave whatever with in uh, in Trump Tower when right. Obama's trying to spy on him. That's like right. you're the expert in all of this. <laughs> Just say, "Hey, no." Right. <laughs> Just stop it. Make him no, make you're... him make him acknowledge Nazis not great. I don't even care at this point for him to say they're bad. I would like him to say they're not great. <laughs> <laughs> that would be progress. That would be absolute progress. It, Nazis, not ideal. <laughs> Nazis invading towns to protest because a statue's being removed, not what we'd like. It's, it's, that's all I want. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Uh, a little more from this article. The short translation is that Trump's campaign was a fraud. This is not a quote. This is from the article. The ideas that Trump sold and his supporters bought are unlikely to turn into actions, according to Bannon. It sounds like Bannon, who will return to Breitbart News, as we said, will pin the blame on everyone around the president rather than the man himself. Because that's what they do best. That is what they do best. The question is whether the voters who put Trump in the Oval Office will be so charitable. There you go. I, um, I'm a little surprised that I haven't heard anyone make the argument mm. that Hillary Clinton wouldn't have stopped this. Because throughout every lunatic moment of Trump's presidency, the the argument from the right has been it wouldn't have been better with Hillary Clinton. Ugh. That is. <laughs> That is beyond ridiculous. But I have, I actually have not heard it on this one, and it surprises me. It's shocking. Yeah, it is shocking. I, I just gave them an idea. Her, yeah, you did. <laughs> I think her book is out soon about yeah. about the election, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm actually really curious to see how she interpreted the whole thing. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to buy everything, no. but I'm just curious to see. I what I. What I think is really interesting this week is everything was kind of for a second going Trump's way before mm. this protest. Yeah. Um, the main CNN news alert I had gotten was that a book that uh, Hillary Clinton's pastor 
is putting out yes had been plagiarized oh it did really? it was not anything against trump had nothing to do with trump and then this happened and in i mean charlottesville it was a nightmare all you have to do is you don't even have to be specific no no just give a general statement that says the the actions in Charlottesville are not what America stands for. And you're done. You, that's it. That's <laughs> you it. made it. You made it through the week. A plus, buddy. <laughs> A plus. And then plus. we would get to the point where you fire Steve Bannon and everyone would be like, wow, he's made some really good decisions this right, week. Right. He gave that really presidential response about how, you know, murder's not a great thing. Then he fired Steve Bannon. Maybe things are turning around. <laughs> that you're absolutely right. That that is so true. He, he was right on the edge, and instead of just walking the line for one second, one second, he had to start just speaking off the top of his off of his dome. Yeah, and it's not good. <laughs> no, it's not good. He's the one guy that should never speak off his dome. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, you know who would be the worst improv person ever? Oh, Donald Trump. Ah, can you imagine? Imagine him in Second City. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> kill yes, the Jews. Yes, and everyone who doesn't support the Confederacy is not a patriot. Oh, beautiful statues. <laughs> Two things that I learned this week. Two things. You talk about uh, the book, uh, Hillary's pastor's book, and I mm-hmm. didn't know about the plagiarism until right now. Yeah. Um, she wrote a, what, a foreword or something in the book mm-hmm. Hillary did? Yeah. yeah. I learned from that story that Hillary Clinton has apparently always had the desire yeah. to be a Methodist pastor. Well, and this is I, – I was very confused. Okay, so – a little background here. Mm. Every single one of my relatives, <laughs> pretty much, okay, uh, voted for Donald Trump. Yeah, because you know, religion. Oh, obviously, it makes perfect sense. Um, so <laughs> they they voted for the person that that uh, Dobson supported, or Franklin Graham, oh, yeah. or any any of the lunatics. That can't see beyond the fact that re- the the Republican Party should be the official religious party. I don't understand why they think that. <laughs> right. But anyway. They voted for the thrice-divorced man. Yes. Who spoke out publicly about numerous things that were not religiously sound. Referred to Second Corinthians as two Corinthians. <laughs> um, <laughs> was caught on a recording talking about grabbing pussies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they wouldn't vote for Hillary Clinton because that's not – as a Christian, you can't vote for the person – who wanted to be a pastor? Wanted to be a pastor, and has led Bible studies her entire right. life. Right, which was a surprise <laughs> to me. Frankly, it was a surprise to me. Well, but yeah, it, and the the Bible study thing—it's a well-known fact that for some reason just got glossed over during the election. Oh. During their time in the White House, she read. She led a weekly Bible study. What? Yeah. 
When she was first lady. Yeah, while Bill Clinton's getting blowjobs, she oh. is leading a weekly Bible study. What? But Dobson and Franklin Graham really like Donald Trump because... Uh. Uh. <laughs> because... He one time maybe said something neutral about abortion. Right. right. He's not even pro-life, let's be honest. He no, doesn't he, care. No, he doesn't care. He's pro-business. Right. Is if there he found a, way a way I can make money off these yeah, dead babies? If right. he could monetize abortion, <laughs> he would. <laughs> Some kind of app or something? Baron, get on that. <laughs> Poor he, Baron. He's a computer whiz. He's working on an abortion app. Oh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> um... Other thing I learned this week about statues, right? Learned a lot about statues this week. Uh, most of you probably know, I grew up <laughs> deep in the South in Georgia, right? <clears throat> I'm still in the South, but not quite as deep. A little northerner, a little quite, slightly more north than used to be. And I got a uh, Georgia education, which in some ways was fantastic. But when it came to the Civil War, <laughs> was boy, it slanted? Oh a little. <laughs> And I tell you, we spent a lot of time talking about Reconstruction, my friend. Oh, I'm and sure. not with a positive viewpoint towards yeah. the North. Um, and I don't know how this occurs, but this is what happened. I did not realize most of those statues to Confederate generals and mm -hmm. politicians, mm -hmm. etc., were not erected, um, you know, were not erected without intent they well and it has nothing really to do with the confederacy right it has more to do with the jim crow era yeah. it has more to do with basically scaring black people it's it's why a lot of them are by courthouses yes you if you were a black person in the 30s right you're right. not going to go to a courthouse that has general lee standing yep. outside or of stonewall it. jackson or yeah. whoever right so it has a lot to do with that um, did did not realize that. Thought they had been there, you know, since like right after the Civil War or mm -hmm. something, as if that made sense. It doesn't make sense when you think about it. Like the first thing that they, yeah, <laughs> we declare our independence. Get the sculptors. Yeah, right. Get them going. Get them going. <laughs> Start carving, Michelangelo. Uh, what? <laughs> My name's Michael. <laughs> I, I I don't got that book learning. What's a Michelangelo? <laughs> I just carve. I carve for Jefferson Davis. That's what I do. Yeah. So, so in my in, in my Southern education, that's what I thought, and I learned. I mean, really, just listening today, that those were erected with the intent to scare people. Yeah. Why the fuck leave them up? There's no heritage then to go off of. You know what I mean? Yeah. If if they're erected during the Jim Crow era, if they're erected to, you know, at the same time that people are getting lynched. Yeah. A lot of lynchings, by the way. Uh, I believe I heard um, a professor from Tennessee State say it was one every three days oh at God. one point. My God. Yeah. In the South or just in Tennessee? Uh, I think in this area. In the area. Yeah. Um, in the middle Tennessee area. And also, if you do have some sort of sympathy towards statues being torn down, which I sort of do, like... I don't know, except for that one, you know, when Iraq was liberated from Saddam Hussein and they yeah. tore that down epically, epically tore it down. That, that's a good <laughs> right. statue. I'm not pro tearing down statues. Right, right. It's a status quo thing. 
But at the same time, I don't understand why they exist. In the first place, they shouldn't have existed. Well, and what I'm saying is if anyone is overly concerned about statues being torn down, most of them are ending up in museums, I learned today. Yeah. So. Well, and I, I wish I could properly cite this. This is my favorite idea um, for what to do with the statue. Okay. <laughs> I, I read a comedian's tweet the other day suggesting that we remove all of the statues and replace them with statues of the Confederacy surrendering. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> because we're concerned about preserving history. Right. That's what happened. <laughs> yes. So that's right. That's we can't right. possibly read what happened in a book. The statue has to properly reflect it. Right. Um, my favorite thing about the statues. I I don't know if you've driven down Interstate sixty five. Oh yeah. Oh and, and yeah. You've seen. Oh yes. Um, the Nathan Bedford Forest statue. Ugh, it's huge. If if you don't live in the Tennessee area. Google Nathan Bedford Forest statue, Interstate 65. Right. It is the ugliest statue I've ever seen. Yeah. Not Confederacy related, just in life. Right. <laughs> it's a gigantic, I mean, it's larger than most, I would say, public statues. I would say it's at least 20 feet high. It's at least 20 feet high. Um, it's, it's gone viral. Oh, it has. Because one of... Uh, Senor Trump's arguments about staring, uh, tearing down statues is we can't possibly replace the beauty. What? Well, guess what exists on <laughs> I-65? The single ugliest statue. <laughs> right, right. And mine has ever existed. It made it on Colbert. It did. The other night. Oh, jeez. Yes. My understanding of that, too, is that that's on private land. So yeah. someone, someone specifically used their own property to build a giant it, statue of Nathan They Bedford actually Forest. tried to tear it down at one point. Really? And it's on private land. So, so they can't do anything about it. The, the government can't do anything. And the thing that's so oppressive about it is it's in clear view yeah. as you're going down the highway. You cannot miss it. I think it's even lit at night. Um, and I will say I'm offended by it. Yeah. Not yeah. necessarily because it's a Confederacy statue. Because it is... The ugliest statue that has ever existed. Yeah, it's just giant and silver, and it's him on a horse. And and as Stephen Colbert pointed out, he's firing behind him while he rides oh, the yes, horse, he is. meaning he's shooting his own men. Yeah, because he would be leading them. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He, he, was, he was a leader. He was not a follower. He, and even then, he would have had to ride past the Union and then start shooting backwards, which makes no sense. Well, that's how we shoot down here. <laughs> <laughs> Always behind. <laughs> Maybe he was he was retreating. Yeah, could be that. But in that case, it's a statue of a man <laughs> running away, right? Triumphantly. <laughs> Some, so he he has as much grip on reality as as our president, They're right? They're gonna get me. <laughs> I'm running away, but I'm winning. <laughs> So much winning. We're tired of oh, the winning. Oh, that's great. I mean, that's that's on par with the, um, uh, there's just like, back where I'm from, there's this giant illuminated cross that mm-hmm. it's on a mountaintop, and you can <laughs> see it from everywhere. It's just this huge cross. And of course, people have graffitied it and all that, which is fun. But it from from 
the highway, you can see it at night and you know that you're, you know, 20 minutes away from home or whatever because there's the giant cross, you know? Right. It's also akin to the, <laughs> if you go to, um, I think it's Dothan, is it Dothan, Alabama? I can't remember what city in Alabama. And you find this these statues of the band Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little on the nose, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Just a know, man. And, um, I mean, they're like bronze, and <laughs> of course they uh, are. You know, they're like life size, and you can walk up to them and fondle them, which which I did when I was there. Even people who know the band Alabama <laughs> would not <laughs> would not think that the band Alabama deserves any sort of statue memorial, right? I mean, even a tiny figurine <laughs> they don't deserve that a porcelain yeah <laughs> i'll have to show this to you oh it's in fort Payne, fort Payne, alabama it's not too far from where i used to live yeah from roadsideamerica.com this is a monument to the 1980s country music super group no lewd or satanic lyrics no i don't know why this is important no unsettling rhythms no unnecessary amplification. Wait, hold it, hold it, hold a it. Credit to their state, yeah. What? What would a uh, lewd rhythm be? <clears throat> Unsettling rhythm. <clears throat> uh, D'Angelo's voodoo, I think, to these people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a dope that ass record. Up. It's that a great, up. yeah. It's Anything a, by D'Angelo. Right. It's a dope record. Look, <laughs> look at the statues. And there's there's room there's enough space between each member of Alabama to squeeze you and your friends betwixt them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a great. Are Instagram. they life size? They're, uh, roughly, maybe a little larger than life. I don't. You see what I'm talking about there? I don't under. I just don't understand. You I, know, the city probably. I'm sure Fort Payne isn't rolling in money. Okay, <laughs> here is my solution. Here. Okay, give it, give it, spill it. Um, to appease everyone. Okay. Let's just tear down all the statues. Of everything? Of everything. Hmm. Any any statue in the United States. Okay. Let's just tear it down. <laughs> um, do you have more to say about that? No, just tear I, them all down. I have to say, I think this is... Alabama fans <laughs> might be upset. <laughs> I know. But if we tear down all the statues... Like, go to the Lincoln Memorial, uh-huh. leave the big chair, because it's kind of cool, but get Lincoln out of there. You know, just leave a big chair at the Lincoln Memorial. Right. Mm-hmm. Just the chair? Stuff like that. No yeah. Lincoln? Yeah, no Lincoln. Just the giant chair. Well, I mean, it's only fair if we're tearing out, I, then no one can complain. <laughs> well, it's like when when you have kids... And they're fighting over a toy. No one gets to play with the toy. Oh, you don't cut the children in half. No. no that's no. a different thing. No. You, okay. That's if you're trying to decide who owns the child. Mm. <laughs> right. You split the kid in half. Right, right, right. Uh, biblical lesson there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the wisdom of Solomon. Yeah. Just uh, murder that kid. <laughs> Give them each a half a dead kid. <laughs> oh, God. Um. If we get rid of all of the statues, yeah, no one gets any joy anymore. But oh. we all can feel united in our sadness that there are no more statues. Can I say that 
Psychologically, mm-hmm. I yeah. think your suggestion is great. Well, <laughs> amazing is because you're from Kansas. Yeah, you want to flatten everything. Mm-hmm. You're 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 only comfortable in flat I'm, spaces. I'm sick of all these places having depth things sticking up. <laughs> What's the idea, you know? Nothing you higher than core. You should be able <laughs> to stand in one spot and see for 20, 30 miles down the road. <laughs> I got some breaking news here. Oh, boy. Breaking news. Uh, here's the... I'm going to read you the headline. This is from Twitter. But what I really want to get at is something that's just kind of a, a, a mention in the headline. Students petition to rescind Trump's honorary law degree. Trump has an honorary law degree? From where? I, college students at Lee Trump High- University. It's Trump <laughs> University, isn't it? It's got to be. <laughs> I'm also a master chef, Trump steaks, and a master distiller, Trump vodka. Um, College students at Lehigh University have started a petition to have President Donald Trump's honorary law degree revoked, citing that they feel his policies contradict the goals and values of the university. And people in general. Just mankind. Oh, man. How does that guy have a fucking law degree honorary? You, You give those to, you know, someone like Bill Cosby. Yeah, I mean, Bill Cosby only has... What, probably eight million of them? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I guess maybe that's the trick to getting an honorary degree. You have to somehow uh, sexually assault someone. Well, <laughs> I'd, well, from these two examples, I, it's the only conclusion you can reach. Right, right. I should have asked you before do we have quick hits? Um, well, we're not quite there, but I'm just curious. I sort of. Okay. I'm devoting my quick hit time to a very special thing. Okay. I um, like this. Slow hits. Do do we want Let's do it. Do we want it now? Yeah, let's do it. You didn't give me enough warning. I'm sorry. Um you you need on. to pull it up, don't you? Yeah. So <sighs> as we as we discussed earlier in the episode, one Steve Bannon Stephen K. Bannon. Is gone yeah. uh, from the administration. The K stands for Kellogg's. Which I thought um, was a little bit too soon. Mm. So I thought, um, I put together a montage. Aww. And, and thought we could just share the quick hit time with him. Okay. Just reflecting on the greatest, like my favorite moments Aww. of his time in the White House. I'll put in some some lush music oh here. no there's music you don't need to add oh, music oh wowzers so um it's it's too it's too steve bannon um he's a man gone too soon time for the biggest international story of the day one of u.s president Donald Trump's most controversial staffers at Trump strategist Steve Bannon is the latest to face the boot in the White House. Trump was furious with his chief strategist after he was quoted in an interview contradicting the U.S. president on North Korea. I'm not Steve Bannon. I'm not trying to, a um, few expletives there. I'm not Steve Bannon. I'm not going to blank my own blank. Suck my own cock. <laughs> Let's tell you 
So that's dedicated to my favorite moments of Steve Bannon's time in the White House. Um, Namely, just the one. (laughs) (laughs) Gone too soon, my friends. Uh uh Gone too soon. But he'll have a lot more time to dedicate himself to mastering the art. Recreational Mm -hmm. activities. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's going to be fucking shit up from the sidelines. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm sure. I just, you know, in honor of, of Steve. In honor of Steve. Thank uh, you who, to whoever made that video. That, that was me. You made that? Well, I mean, it wasn't a video. Well, whatever. You put that it together? It was a sound recording. You did that? This is a podcast. We I'm... don't make videos for podcasts. Whoa. 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 <laughs> that would be a vodcast. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. We should do that sometime. No, that's okay. I'm good. We do have a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, there's no video to put on the YouTube no, channel. No, it's just audio. <laughs> yeah, it's just... I mean, you could put a black screen. That's That actually... That's I think that'd get a lot of views. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so that... That's for Steve. Well, Steve... I hope he hears it. Uh, and knows how much he meant to me. <laughs> Put put him up beside the mooch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's, who, who, who? Both hurts? of them. Good night, sweet prince. Yes. Oh, good night, sweet prince. <laughs> <laughs> so seriously, if you know anything about Bob Ross, reach out. Yeah, literally anything. If you met Bob Ross one time, one time. Um, if you saw Bob Ross from a distance and he was screaming at a waiter. <laughs> Any anything about Bob Ross? If you saw Bob Ross walk into an adult bookstore, oh. I don't want to know what he bought. I just would like to hear that that happened. Do you have any nature pornography? <laughs> I'm looking for dirty trees, like a maybe like a, a you know a maple that's mm-hmm. been roughed up mm-hmm. a little bit. I I would assume that um, tree pornography. Mostly is set in the fall. Yeah. When they're completely stripped. Ooh. Very good, <laughs> sir. I think that deserves a Google real quick. I'm going to go on private mode before I do that. To look up tree pornography? Tree porn. I'm just Googling tree porn. Are you afraid you'd have to explain tree porn to your wife? Uh, well, you know. <laughs> she knows me pretty well. Treeporn.net. Oh, that's just pictures, nice pictures of trees. It's a YouTube. Having sex. YouTube, yeah. YouTube video, I don't know. Tree porn, the best funny pictures, damn, LOL. Okay. Oh, this is trees that look like they're fucking each other. This is fantastic. (laughs) Okay, all right. Okay, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, I should not have Googled that alongside Did you, you. also Google yeah, that, that and see what decision. you saw? Oh, Jesus, I've clicked something horrible. Okay, good. All right, um, it's over. Well. It's all good. Don't, don't, anyone listening to this, don't look that up. <laughs> it's not worth your time. You don't want to know what's there. Yeah. There are corners of the internet. A lot of them. And most of them are not for you. Mm-hmm. No. Most of them are not for you. You can email us, sushijackknife at gmail.com. That's how you would let us know about the Bob Ross. That is. Incident. You can also set up a, did I mention this before? I set up a PayPal account with that email. I don't know if you did. So if anyone is drunk and has the impulse to send us money, like go for it. 
Like we how, will. How drunk would they have to be? How many drinks does it take <laughs> to donate money to us? You can email us and let us know after you make your donation. Fourteen. Not tax deductible. I think that's worth saying. No. Yeah. I mean, you can try. <laughs> Good luck. His Twitter is at Badlands Badly. Mine is at Justin L. Croft. Though I do use the at Sushi Jackknife Twitter handle the most, I would say. Yes. I use it more than my, my own. So there's that. Um, we are... We are quickly approaching episode 100, which will be a live recording here at the house. We always record in the basement. We're going to come upstairs. We're going to get fresh air into our lungs. It's really exciting. Among a few friends. To get to go upstairs. Oh, I know. Every once in a while. She lets us. It's it's a well-lit room. Yeah, yeah. Not a dimly lit basement. Speaking of trees, you'll get to see one. I know. It's exciting. Um... There are going to be a cast of characters available on that. Uh, we're going to try to do a call-in with our buddy Jeff. Debert, who is on a couple shows, is going to be... She's going to be providing some background music. Who knows? She may be even on mic. Who knows what the possibilities could be? Honestly, though. Yeah. Putting her on mic. Yeah. How opposed to that would she be? I don't think too opposed. Because she did it. But I don't feel like she really wanted to be on mic. But she was also the best guest we ever had. Oh, no, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I wanted her on mic. I know, I know. But it was like a reluctance. I think that's what we liked about it. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, because... It's like how you want a leader who's reluctant to lead. Right. You want a podcast guest (laughs) who's reluctant (laughs) to to guest on a podcast. (laughs) That's what you want. Yes. <laughs> yes. And there'll be a few friends there. Um, we are going to try to get them extremely, extremely drunk so that they'll enjoy the show. And Nebraska Roy is driving all the way to Nashville <laughs> to be on the air. Um, I promised right here. Okay. If it doesn't happen, it's his fault and he's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Sushi Jackknife. Sushi Jackknife. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Die for the biggest international story of the day, one of U.S. President Donald Trump's most controversial staffers and Trump strategist Steve Bannon is the latest to face the boot in the White House. Trump was furious with his chief strategist after he was quoted in an interview contradicting the U.S. president on North Korea. I'm not Steve Bannon. I'm not trying to um, few expletives there. I'm not Steve Bannon. I'm not going to blank my own blank. Suck my own cock. That's how said. I'm not Steve Bannon. I'm not trying to suck my own cock. Good night, sweet.